What specifically would you do that you aren't currently able to because your health condition is holding you back? Welcome to Balance Health Now podcast. I'm your certified functional nutrition health coach and host, Sydney Torres. My passion is helping moms with SIBO, aka small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, find their underlying root causes. My other passion is speaking to other health and wellness warriors who share the same vision, wellness for all. We chat all things A to Z on holistic health and wellness, providing holistic and science-based solutions to help you reclaim your health so you can live, feel, and transform into the best version of you. If you don't have your health, then what do you have? The first step is up to you. I release new episodes every Wednesday. Hope to see you inside. This podcast is meant for educational purposes only. The content should not be used to diagnose, treat, cure any medical or psychological disorder. Hello and welcome to Balance Health Now podcast. I'm your certified health coach and host, Sydney Torres. In today's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Carrie Cootie about getting to the root cause of your health issues and why symptom chasing just does not work. Hi, Carrie. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing perfect. I just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to bring awareness to root cause resolution and symptom chasing. But before we get started, I always like to introduce you to everyone so they know who you are and what you do. Carrie is a Christian wife, mom, integrative health practitioner, farm D and co-host of Take the Upgrade podcast. Her passion is helping women prioritize uh, their health after seeing how broken the healthcare system is. She loves putting the pieces together and getting to the root cause of her clients' issues and walking on their journey with them. Carrie's greatest role is being a wife to BJ and a mom to Edie and Cooper. Um, I always like to start off by hearing your story and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me and and thanks for introducing me. I do. I know it's hard sometimes to get to know people in, you know, 30 minutes, but um, I I hope that you can have a feeling for where I'm coming from um, just with being in the pharmacy world and then now seeing, you know, uh, how I can help people better. That's really what encompasses my story. Um, but, uh, I guess I would say my story probably started about 12 years ago, whenever I wanted to start getting I, my, my husband, and I were ready to conceive. And, um, so I hopped off for the birth control pill and I thought the next month I was going to be pregnant and that did not happen. Um, so it took about two years to conceive. And so over that time, I really <clears throat> went through a lot of frustration and uh, just searching for answers. So that really led to deepening of my fate that led to um, finding a lot of information that I have ne- had never you know, seen before, cause I'd never looked for it before, but I realized everything that I put it, 
put on and in my body really did matter. Um, so that kind of sent me down a path of, of discovery really for myself. And so, um, we were, we went on, uh, were able to conceive naturally. I think it was just a timing and a, and a rebalancing time that needed to take place for myself. But, um, to fast forward a little bit, of course, after you have children, you just want to do everything right. <laughs> so, um, I kept on that path of wanting to, to be as natural and as like holistic as possible and not to bring chemicals into our home and such. So I found essential oils by just searching uh, for some of those things. And that really changed a lot for me personally and then professionally. So, uh, it was exactly the tool that I was looking for personally. And then other people wanted to know about that because that was nine years ago. And, and there just wasn't a lot out out, you know, um, there probably was a few dug really hard, but, um, I didn't know a lot about them. And so other people didn't either. So I started teaching classes and, and eventually was able to, um, pay off my student loans and, and replace my income and leave my pharmacy job. So that's why I was able to work from home. And then that sort of sent me on a path of just learning all about what we weren't taught in school and how to help people the best way that I can. And so I went on to get the integrative health practitioner certification. And now I work with clients one-on-one to really help them get to the root cause of their issues. Yeah. I, I think that's so great. Um, that they, they don't teach us, teach us that in school. It's no. just bringing it back to like the root cause. I, I think when it comes to like healthcare, they focus more on the symptoms. So can you speak about for those listening when they hear the term root cause, could you just explain what that is? Yes. Um, in the best way that I can, I guess. Um, and we can, we can have a great conversation around this because I feel like one needs to be had. Um, so when, whenever I would, you know, work at the pharmacy, I, I realized after I learned more about how the body works and, and all of these different things, that all they were really doing was covering up the symptom. Whenever somebody would come with a symptom, they would give them medication. And then even that would cause more issues that would then need another medication. So that's really why, um, whenever I started working in the pharmacy, when I was about 16, there was a average prescription count of about two or three per person. And then whenever I got out of pharmacy school, that number had just been multiplied by about five. There was about 10 prescriptions per person. And, um, I just remember thinking that, wow, this is just, we didn't used to fill this many prescriptions. Like, why is this? And so, um, I, I find that people really want quick fixes. And so they want something that is going to fix their symptom the quickest possible, but all that does is cover up what's really going on. And so we just continually stuff down what our body is trying to tell us because our body's always talking to us, maybe in big ways, but oftentimes before that, even in small ways that we just don't listen to. And so getting to the root cause to me means peeling back the layers. Like what is our body trying to tell us? Why, why is that? And, and just keep asking why, honestly, if, if there was one thing that I feel like people probably don't do that would help them get to the root cause is just simply to keep asking why and to listen to their body and what it's trying to tell them. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like how you said asking the why and just having that awareness. I think awareness is number one, just yeah. really being in tune with the body. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. like you said, paying attention to those 
subtle little signs, because if you don't over time, they're just going to get a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And two, going back to what you said a little bit earlier with the symptoms, symptoms are your body's warning system. So Mm -hmm. if you have a headache or just like little things, headache, or if you have like a little joint pain or a little back ache, your body is trying to tell you something. So I know as a society, we have just been so quick fixes. Let me just go pop some aspirin. Yeah. Cover it up. But that is not the solution. So Mm -hmm. with somebody where would a good starting place be when somebody is starting to develop more of that body awareness? Like they have the awareness now. So what steps should be taken next in your opinion? Yeah. Um, I think really just being genuinely curious and wanting to be your own advocate, um, versus always just trying to reach out and look to other people to give you the answers. Um, and I know that there are great, there, there's so many great resources and there's so much information that honestly, I feel like now we have a problem of information overload versus there's no information out there on a subject. Like that's just not the case anymore. Um, and so sometimes I feel like we look to others too much, uh, to get, you know, to really, um, guide us. And if we were to just take it on as, as this is, this is my body, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to be patient. And I'm, I'm, I think a big part of it is prayer because I've been very, um, uh, stuck. I felt very stuck in my health, you know, a couple of times, uh, over the years and just praying like, Lord, just guide me to wherever you want me to, to go to, to continue to walk this path. And, and he does every time. So I know that it's, sometimes it's frustrating and we do just want answers and maybe we do just want a quick fix, but, um, whenever you really are patient and, um, take this on as, um, as your kind of, uh, as your, to be your own health advocate, that's really where I feel like people, um, people do find the answers and they, they do find healing and it, and it does take time, but it happens if, if you take those things on. Right. And, um, when it comes to, the, the healing journey, I do believe that not only is it about getting the body in balance, but it's also about getting, like you said, the prayer. Mm -hmm. So however that shows up for that particular person, it may be prayer. It may be meditation. It's the whole package. Mm -hmm. Um, so thank you for bringing that up because I think that's just such that's such an important piece. I feel that is missing in somebody's health journey because they're just so focused on the symptom and wanting to get rid of it. But it's, it's the, the prayer or the spirituality or the meditation, it's the sleep, it's the body movement. It's, Mm -hmm. it encompasses everything, um, to, get the body back into that homeostasis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, my next question is, so when you have your clients, could you just kind of speak to how you approach finding your clients root causes? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, 
So it's changed over the years because I've just continued to learn and to have my own health challenges that I kept asking why. And, and I think that that just, you know, you, you grow and change and you keep learning. Um, so when I first got out uh, uh, of school, I guess you could say when I got my uh, other certification, the integrative health practitioner, I learned how to do all these functional labs like hormone testing and gut testing and all of that. And so I was doing more of that. But what I found was that sometimes whenever you look at your health in a, in a picture um, and on a piece of paper, you, you kind of stop asking why, why are, why, why do I have these things present? (laughs) You just start treating what you see. And, um, and I realized that in my own case, that is what had happened. Um, not to derail your question, but, but to add a little piece in here, I have had, um, a slow sluggish digestive system for years and years and years. And so I'd done, um, I got other help me, uh, and I had performed tests on myself, you know, we're, we're our own guinea pigs. Right. Um, and so I had done many stool tests and protocols and, and I never really got the healing that I was hoping for. Right. And, um, you know, I just, I saw people that suggested, oh, you just need to stay on this maintenance protocol and, you know, to be regular. And it just never sat well with me. I'm like, I don't think I need to be on something just to, just to be regular, you know, just to have that regularity. So I just kept asking why. And what I realized is you have to, you have to get to that real, um, root cause or upstream issue that is causing all of the downstream issues or else you're constantly going to struggle. Um, and so that's, that's really what I help people do now that I work with. So to answer your question, whenever I work with someone, I have them fill out a in-depth intake form so that I can see what they've tried and why it hasn't worked and what, what are their main symptoms. And so I use that. And then I also dive into their blood work. Um, just like a regular blood work panel that you would get at your doctor's office. It has a lot of golden information in there that will give you clues as to what is going on at a root cause level in your body. And then I also have all of my clients do a hair test because I feel like mineral balance is important and you don't really know what your status of mineral is until you do a hair test. So that's another piece of the puzzle that I'll um, gather. And then I just sit down and go through everything. I look at their signs and symptoms and I match that up with blood work and just put the pieces together and then, um, present them with, this is, these are your top five symptoms. Here's what I see. And here's the plan of action that I feel will help you to get back, um, to the health that you, that you want. Not one protocol works for everybody. (laughs) And in finding somebody's root cause, it's, it's 100% bio individual. Mm -hmm. So I like how you take the time to go through these different functional testing, like the hair testing, um, Mm -hmm. the horn, like the, you probably do like the Dutch and the organic acid testing Mm -hmm. and just really being able to see like the big picture. You are a health detective. Mm -hmm. Pretty much (laughs) Putting, putting all the pieces together and, um, putting all the pieces together as in addition to looking at their signs and symptoms and Mm -hmm. making that personalized protocol is I think one of the best ways to go when trying to help somebody Mm -hmm. heal their body. So with that being said, do you think that conventional medicine will ever 
catch up to like functional integrative medicine in regards to testing and maybe take a integrative approach to healing? That's a really great question. Um, I have often pondered this because I, I don't want to give up on the healthcare system because I know that it has a role. Um, but I do feel like it, it goes back to, there has to be a shift in where we're coming from and approaching healthcare. We have to take care. We have to take on our ownership of our health. Um, and, and really demand that, you know, um, that the healthcare system show up differently. And until that happens, I think that we will see, um, we will see changes because, because the population is waking up to, I think COVID has shown us that we do need to take care of our health and we, and that the healthcare system failed us a little bit in that. And so, or has in the past. And so I do think, and I, we already do see shifts of like wellness mindedness, but I think it's literally just scratching the surface. And honestly, to do, you know, to be a detective, like I'm saying that I do with my clients, it, it honestly just takes time that a lot of these physicians are just overloaded with people that aren't taking care of their self and that are coming to them and looking to them to fix everything. So what I'm saying is until that burden is not there where they can spend more time, I don't really ever see it fully being what in my mind, I wish that it was. However, I am thankful that people are waking up to um, try to provide more services that are wellness minded to really help people take ownership of their health. And, you know, whether that be diet or just little small lifestyle changes, I think that we'll see that, but I think it honestly just still scratches the surface. And, and as a society, we are so fast paced. I'm not sure how that would ever, <laughs> um, you know, do a turnaround, right. do a 180. Um, but if that ever does, um, I feel like our health in general, we wouldn't have to have, all, we wouldn't have all these issues if we're not constantly on the go all the time. I feel like that is a major issue why so many people find their health in the dumps <laughs> is because we just don't slow down enough. For the people that are listening mm -hmm. that have been in the conventional medical system mind thought, what would you suggest if, where would like a good starting place be for them if they are starting to have their awakening and they want to go more towards like a holistic route? What, where would you point them uh, mm -hmm. to start? You know, I always find whenever I, whenever I think about my story or other people's story that maybe have made that transition, it always starts with personal health. I mean, it, you know, it kind of starts with being in, interested in our own health and slowing down a little bit and, and learning. And then you think, oh gosh, this is, this is really interesting. You know, I'm, I'm finding, you know, maybe I really like hormones or maybe I really like gut health or, you know, sometimes we find those niches or, or sometimes it's just overall health, but that just kind of pours out of us, right? We're, we're excited to share it. And I think sometimes we try to fit in a box like, oh, I need to get another certification in this or that. Like we, we want to rush to that. But yet I find so often that there are many people out there that are helping lots, lots, lots of people that don't have any certifications. That's not a pre prerequisite to help people these days. And um, just like I went from more traditional to a more alternative route, you know, being a pharmacist and now mainly doing more of what I would call health coaching is it, uh, that 
I can use all of that information and, and put it, you know, into practice and into play in, in what I do. And I just feel like sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to know everything. And I certainly don't know everything. Pharmacy school didn't teach me everything. Nursing school didn't teach nurses everything. You know, we're constantly learning anyway. So um, just having that mentality and then being willing to um, not have everything perfect before we start to just simply share our experiences and to me, it's see where the Lord leads me. I'm going to be obedient in sharing and serving those around me and helping where I can. And just it be a natural progression that way versus I'm going to exit this and I'm going to enter this, you know, sometimes we try to, you know, fit ourselves into a box when we really don't need to. Right. Yeah. Totally agree with fitting inside the box. <laughs> yeah. And my next question is, when you are also working with your clients and when somebody is just not feeling well, what are some of the non-negotiables that you tell your client? Hmm. Um, you know, it, I know people hear these things, but, but a lot of the things that are non-negotiable that, that, um, we should be doing are free are things that, that are we've heard, but yet we've heard them so much. We gloss over them. Um, I mean, it, it's gotta be rest. It's gotta be getting outside a little bit of movement. Um, what you eat, you know, those are really non-negotiables that honestly, what, what I have realized, um, even recently is that some people, you know, I'm ready to like dig into your root cause, but if you haven't really addressed these foundational things, you're honestly not going to be ready yet. And, and that's okay. But I think some people try to skip that step and you're, you're not going to be as efficient with your healing. If you're not, you know, you don't have these things in place yet. You can't really dive into the deeper things. Um, so it's really, it's really the things that you hear all the time. Um, and, and if, also, if you continue to be in this stress pattern and don't, um, take time, take time out, take time for yourself, really make that a priority. Um, your body can't heal when it's stressed. So there's, there's really no reason in trying to dig into some of these things. If you're not going to address the stress in your life that you can manage. The foundational things I think are so important to mm -hmm. start with, because I know a lot of times when people are on their healing journey, and even with like some doctors, and I've even experienced this for myself, you go and they say you have X, Y, and Z, and they are like, the doctors are just so quick just to give you the medication to get rid of the infection yeah. that you have. But what I've learned through my own healing journey is you got to always back it up and you mm -hmm. have to make sure that the body is strong enough to go to the next step. So like one of the non-negotiables is like, for me is when you're speaking earlier, making sure how you, how you run the, the HTMA test, mm -hmm. making sure that those macro minerals are balanced. And yeah. that is something I'm learning more about and how it's just, you don't realize that the minerals are like the spark plugs of the body yeah. and really, really having those in balance and how much of a effects they have on other parts of our body system. Mm -hmm. So just really making sure that terrain with inside of us is balanced 
and yeah. including like the diet, making sure you're eating nutritious, dense food, making sure your stress levels are down. And right. I think, I think those parts are really, really missing in the healthcare. I think yeah. there's a huge gap in there. And I think if we just kind of like back it up, slow it down, make sure the body's a strong enough to handle it. Um, yeah. It's like, how many times do we go to the doctor or like, how many times do you go to the doctor and they ask you about like your liver function? Like, like in my experience, they were just so quick to give like medications, but never explained to me or even brought up like, Hey, let's make sure your liver can detox everything that's going to be coming <laughs> through. So it's just, you know. Yeah starting with the, uh, the little points before you go to the big point. So thank you on speaking about that. Yeah. Backing it up to you being a pharmacist, what, what is your opinion on pharmaceuticals versus natural pharmaceuticals? Hmm. In an opinion, you mean, I want to make sure I answer the question right. What do you mean by that? Your opinion, um, like, I guess, what what would you personally choose? Would you personally mm-hmm. choose to go for the pharmaceuticals first? Or would you choose to go more on the, uh, the natural uh, herbals first? Yes. So um, I think that prescription medications are needed in certain situations. 100% they are. I don't think that they are meant to be used long-term. I don't think they were ever meant to be used long-term, but you know, in, in their uh, design, it's, it's just that um, people want a quick fix and they, you know, this takes care of their issue and they're just going to stay on it for years and years. And that's really where you see a lot of the detriment to it. But me personally, um, I try to avoid them at all costs to be quite honest. Um, But that's not to say I wouldn't. And I'd be, uh, of course I have taken pharmaceutical medications before, but I just think that I'm always going to try a ton of stuff before I turn to that versus that being my first option. And that's what I try to help people see. Like it doesn't have to be an either, or, um, if you, for instance, if you have an ear infection or your child has an ear infection and you've tried all of these different things and then it's not getting any better, well, you probably need to go get an antibiotic or you need to get it seen about or something. Right. Um, I, I'm not a, a, a opposed to that. I just think that it should not be the first place that we turn. And, um, I also think that sometimes we have in our mind, if I have this, I'm definitely going to need this. You know, if I, if I have an ear infection, I'm definitely going to, going to need an antibiotic or, you know, you can put anything into those categories sometimes, but just keep an open mind. You know, what if, what if you had an open mind and you tried these various things and it worked right? You didn't have to turn to this. I just think sometimes we have these things in our head that we've always needed this for that. And so it's always going to be that way, but I've just really tried to keep, like I said, an open mind and help other people try, try to encourage them to do the same thing, because it's just amazing what our body can do. Like it really is designed to heal. We just have to give it what it's asking for. Um, and, and I just think that I just look around and think all of the things that God gave us for our body to be able to heal, you know, there's so many different herbs and things in nature and just food and rest and sunshine, like all those things really do make a huge difference, but we've just discounted them to think, oh, this problem's way too big for that. But I don't, I don't necessarily think 
think that way. You know, I 100% agree with you. I, I agree when it comes to pharmaceuticals, I, there, there's a time and there's a place for them. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm glad that they do exist, but then again, like you were saying, let's look, I'm all about like, let's have different options. You know, let let me look at all my options first, see Mm -hmm. which one is the best. Try that one first. If that doesn't work, then go to the next one as well as I think we need to be able to, like you said, have that open mind and be being able to think differently Mm -hmm. because we have been conditioned so long just to see one way, but there's more than one way to do things. So Mm -hmm. just, I just kind of think of like a camera where you're kind of like zoomed in on a picture and it's just like, you just got to take that camera and you got to zoom it out. Yes. So you can see everything. My final question actually is one thing someone can do for their health. Just walk outside, take a walk, walk to the mailbox, walk, walk around your block. I mean, I think we really also discount how healing nature is in general, just being outside, you know, we're breathing in, uh, you know, the, the smells around us from the trees or the flowers, we're getting the sunshine, we're getting movement. Uh, those three things right there. Um, I just think we stay inside a lot now and, and are, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely guilty. I'm behind a desk. I'm inside. I have windows, but yet I could go outside more than I do. I just think it's little things like that. Just take, take light breaks. Like people take, used to take smoke breaks. Hopefully you don't take smoke breaks if you're listening to this, but <laughs> go outside. Just like, you know, we're thinking about people taking smoke breaks, take a light break and just walk outside and get outside. Seems really simple, but I think that it, I've seen it make a really big difference in my own life. And, and just even your mental health, just getting outside makes you feel so much better mentally too. So that was what came to mind first. There's others, but I think that one's really easy. Yeah. I like the light break and the power of simplicity. Never underestimate it. I agree. So how can people find you if they want to get in contact with you and if they want to work with you? Um, they can go to my website. It's my name, carriecootie.com. And they can also find me on Instagram. So I'm at Carrie Cootie. Um, and that's K-A-R-I-C-O-O-D-Y. And um, I think those are the two best places. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to say I'm going to put all of Carrie's information in the show notes. If you would like to contact her, if you have questions for her, if you'd like to work with her and Thank you again, Carrie, for taking the time out to be here today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Wait, don't go just yet. If you like today's episode, please leave a review. And this way, the message of health and wellness can get shared with others. If you ever want to hang out, you can find me on Instagram at Balance Health Now. Until next time, stay well.